0: It's a health-wise free clinic with Dr. Rajbans, President of the Malaysian Wellness Society. Good morning, Dr. Rajbans.
1: Good morning.
0: All right, getting right into it. Okay, Lisa, what is your question for Dr. Rajbans?
2: I had cholesterol, and so I was uh, given uh, as I 80 mg. So as I was taking it, uh, my body was very uh, painful, you know. I have pain in my body and all that. Later found out, a blood test. This particular medicine that was taking for cholesterol, they asked me to stop. So I want to know what is the impact of this particular thing in our body by taking this medicine and what has got to do with the cholesterol. And they, we found out it's a cholesterol tablet that I'm taking. So what do you think, Doc?
1: First of all, the dose was quite high, so I don't know why this started such a high dose of uh, this medication for her. And uh, yeah, one of the side effects of uh, cholesterol medications, uh, you know, especially this group, is that you can get muscle pains. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you can actually, in certain percentage of people, actually get a, what they call myositis, which is inflammation of the muscles and uh, that's what probably she had because she had severe pains and all that so and probably when the doctor checked again they found that she had this uh, uh, myositis and decided to stop her medication now what i need to know is that um, what were the reasons they started on such high dose is it because she had a really very high cholesterol or is there a strong family history or are there other risk factors for heart disease i mean today we look at the whole cholesterol issue as a not like before Mm -hmm. I think if someone has got risk factors or heart disease or they already had a heart disease then you know for secondary prevention yes we definitely want to give you primary prevention we have to actually look and see whether what are your overall risks and I would actually still try lifestyle first Right, you know uh, exercise your diet uh, you know trying to lose weight and then Maybe I would start with a milder sort of a medication because there are other types of medication mm-hmm. before you go to a stronger one. So unless your risk factors are very high or cholesterol really very high, then I would want to start with a strong medication if not I will try lifestyle for 1-2 months put you on something milder see whether that works for you You know, help reduce all the other risk factors for example if you smoke, try to stop if you're overweight, try to lose weight and if you're diabetes, make sure it's well controlled so things like that uh, before I achieve want you to go on a very strong medication which has its own side effects
0: Alright, I hope that answers your question there Lisa and of course it's a free clinic so call us with your questions 0395433333 or our DG Lightline, you can drop us a voice note on zero one six five one zero double eight double eight. Coming up, uh, Jeff left us a voice note uh, asking about um, a lesion on his leg that seems to be secreting some weird, dodgy liquid. We'll, we'll address that next, right after Robbie Williams here on Light. It's a health-wise free clinic. That means we're answering your medical questions. And we have a question on our DG Light line from Jeff, who is 54 years old.
2: My left leg is uh, swollen compared to my right. Uh, but I'm not diabetic, it's just that when it's swollen, it gets a bit itchy and when I scratch it, it's, uh, there's some sort of secretion.
0: Can you give me some advice on that? Doc, what do you think? It
1: looks like, uh, you know, a bit swollen, so whether there's some inflammation going on and then it says itchy, so, you know, it scratches some secretions. So whether it's actually basically some sort of eczema that's there, that's getting inflamed and what I worry is that when it scratches, you know, you actually get some infection and mm-hmm. that could actually aggravate the whole situation so you might be having a mild early cellul- cellulitis of the leg this infection of the leg with underlying eczema mildly swollen so I would actually want you to go and see, you know, see a doctor get it checked up because it's just one leg swollen you just want to make sure they are not missing anything else you know one rare cause that we have picked up is you know that vein thrombosis you know right. the, uh, deep vein thrombosis that can actually cause one leg to be swollen so though it looks more like a sort of eczema with some infection When that needs to be treated you know he needs mm-hmm. to get uh, the doctor to see him put him on the right medication the right creams because if he gets more infected that can actually get very serious right indeed uh, it can yeah you don't have to be diabetic if diabetic it definitely is much more worse but even normal people if you know you get eczema infected it can cause issues
0: alright so give us a call if you have any questions for Dr. Rajbans, President of the Malaysian Wellness Society 03954 or drop us a voice note on our DG Lightline at 016 510 Mariam has a question about uh, esophageal cancer. We'll address that next here on Light. And it's a health-wise free clinic with Dr. Rajbans President of the Malaysian Wellness Society.
2: My son died of uh, esophageal cancer and uh, the only other esophageal I heard is that late comedian diabo in Malaysia, right? My son died with a vengeance within two weeks. He was gone.
0: I'm so sorry to hear that, Mariam. And I want to know what... I've
2: never heard of this before. And then the other one, my colleague, who is 76, just dropped dead last week. And after the Chinese New Year, maybe she's tired and all that. But is it because of what you call the CP something, pulmonary, uh, Marie, whatever... But the death certificate in Malaysia is Paru uh, Barai. So I'm not sure, because I'm 72. And, you know, sometimes I do get tired. And mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's our heart. You know, I really don't know. But here, doctors here don't say much. And right. I just need
0: advice from Dr. Rashman that's all so Dr. Rajbans, what do you think
1: yeah I mean esophageal cancer is one of those cancers like pancreas and some of them that uh, difficult to diagnose initially you know you might have no symptoms or you might just have symptoms like some you know bit of gastric uh, you know reflux symptoms and maybe uh, of course later stages when you swallow you have difficulty you know like the food going down into the stomach uh, but initially you might have no symptoms and a lot of times it's right they get diagnosed late if the cancer hasn't spread now the you can see a upper GI surgeon it's not a simple operation mm-hmm. they actually cut away that whole part of the low, the esophagus and even the upper part of the stomach and then they join the esophagus down it's a big surgery right. not easy and a lot of time esophageal cancers uh, do come late to us so, so that is one problem. Do so, do you know you what causes it? Uh, again, could be anything. Smoking is one reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, recurrent reflux, uh, you know, causing uh, esophagitis lower, and they co- get what I call a barest esophagus. It's a precancerous esophagus. So, uh, if you have any sort of. There's a doctor when they ver- get symptoms, like you go going to a recurrent reflux, they check for Helicobacter. They actually want to do a scope to see whether you're, uh, any right. lesion there is going on. So, so, there's always when you have symptoms, good to see a doctor. Now, regarding a friend paru paru that means the water in the lungs and uh, basically looks like more of a heart failure right. so she probably had a minor heart attack or whatever that cause you know to, to go into heart failure which again quite common in your are older you know when you get a heart attack we thought they might have no pain at all in older people but the heart doesn't function well you get water in the lungs because the heart is not functioning well mm-hmm. and that can be quite fatal so now for her I would actually still want her to go and see uh, just get a routine checkup, but keep active do exercise you know you uh, know still eat well keep yourself you know occupied and uh, good to just go and get your routine blood checked up and maybe your doctor can just uh, check if your pressures are okay your blood's okay your heart is beating fine don't worry just Carry on.
0: All right. Now, of course, if you had a question for Dr. Rajabans, give us a call on 0395433333. Stephen has a question about pollution and its impact on our health. We'll get to that right after the news update. Right now, here's Men at Work on Light. It's a health-wise free clinic, so you can call us with any questions with regards to your health. And on our DG WhatsApp line, a question from Stephen. He says the level of pollutants measuring 2.5 micron has been in the unhealthy level for quite some time. This info he got from a weather app. And it affects many people, yet there doesn't seem to be much news or advice in the media. What can be done to help with this? And the situation in Bangkok in January was due to high levels of these pollutants. So, Dr. Rajbans, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I know it's not only here, I suppose all over the world now, China, India a lot of the Asian countries I suppose this environmental, this whole global warming thing is is causing havoc and here I think uh, your air pollution is big because I suppose the combination of everything, you know, the model cars uh, you know, maybe smokes and uh, you know, other things like, uh, you know, factories around. Mm -hmm. So overall the pollutants are increasing and I actually don't know what we can do actually, you know, it's uh, I suppose all you can do is uh, in your own home maybe you can have a keep your windows closed or you can have a air filter if you want to mm-hmm. and hopefully in your uh, where you work is also the same where they, you know there is a sort of control, sort of way so that uh, all these pollutants don't enter but it's actually quite difficult. So my only thing is that you know wellness is a combination of many things and this environment is something difficult for us to control so make sure you control all the rest your physical part your financial sort your stress part all that yeah. you know so you can overall at least reduce the effect of just the environment on you because the rest of you is quite good and healthy.
0: All right. It's a health-wise-free clinic. If you have any questions for Dr. Rajabans, uh, do give us a call on 3 Now, the next question uh, we want to look at is Rizal. He says he's uh, put on some weight and has experienced some chest pains. We'll take a look at that after Kulam the Gang. Also, Madonna next on Light. It's a health wise free clinic with Dr. Rajbans, president of the Malaysian Wellness Society. Rizal, what is your question for Dr. Rajbans?
2: I, I do have a problem. Actually, I was thin before. Now I'm a little bit overweight. Every time I'm trying to bend, right, to tie my shoelace, everything, my chin's very hurt. I can I can feel something, yeah, it's like something push on, on my organ there. So just want to ask the doctor is it normal or how about it?
0: Okay, how much yeah, I, overweight are you?
2: I'm 100 kg right now. Okay. But my tall my is 188. Right. So people don't see that I'm, I'm quite overweight. Right. And every time, now I'm trying to have a healthy lifestyle, I'm trying to eat properly and also trying to go for a jog. Mm-hmm. But each time I try to go to a jog do some cardio, right, my chest is very uh, a bit pain then. Right. At the center. So but, I, I'm not sure. I already asked some
0: doctors, right, mm-hmm. they, they say that, that's but I'm quite worried for me then. So, Dr. Ajban, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, 100 kg is quite a, uh, you know, big amount. And uh, what I'm worried about is that he says when he's exercising, he actually gets chest pains, you know, and uh, that's a bit worrying. Uh, I actually want him to go and see a, a doctor where he can actually get a stress test done or, you know, get his cardiac assessment done before he carries on any more of this exercise. Because uh, what a lot of people don't realize is that they have o- slowly over time, put on weight they become more unhealthy you know they are you probably know the cholesterol might be higher they are basically the stress levels may be there mm-hmm. and all that slowly adds on and your heart can get affected so and then you suddenly decide you want to lose weight and you want to go and you know become healthy and without doing any checkups they go and start exercising and right. that can lead to something more serious so I want you to go and see a, if possible you know a cardiologist get his heart assessed if the doctor says perfect then go ahead and start doing that exercise start losing because we don't do this one day the real heart attack will come so start doing that but before you start always good to get uh, medical clearance to say yes you should go ahead and exercise because your heart is okay
0: alright wonderful uh, do you have any advice for us this week yeah, in just general
1: I uh, suppose stay healthy but I just want to talk again about the Malaysian Wellness Society mm-hmm. and uh, we good uh, got a lot of uh, people joining up and uh, oh, great. Uh, I suppose free membership always is, uh, helps people to <laughs> you know so, motivate um, us to join yeah so up. correct yeah so the first thousand are free so it is filling up so if possible go and sign up wwwmalaysianwellnessalloneword.org and come link up with people who are all excited about wellness because you become like the people you surround yourself with so if a lot of friends are not very healthy you're going to come like that but if you want to be healthy join up with people who are excited about staying well and that will be through the Malaysian Wellness Society
0: alright well thank you so much for joining us Dr. Ajvans. thank you